What's up, everybody? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports money show, Monday, January 9th, 2023. Uh, got pretty pretty good slate of games. There's not a whole lot on tonight uh, because of the college football national championship game tonight. But yep. Have a few NBA games. Was there any hockey tonight? Yeah, there, there, I think four hockey games. No, there's not a whole lot of college basketball either uh, today but because uh, everybody's going to be focused on this uh, big football game tonight. We'll talk about it. Uh, over the weekend, Friday, I've done real good on my pick. Saturday and Sunday, I uh, w- didn't fare as well. <laughs> uh, but I ended up, uh, for the week, my picks were 25 and 20 for the weeks. So I was I was at uh, 8 and 6 over the weekend. Like I said, I've done real good on NBA Friday night, but uh, struggled a little bit on the NFL yesterday. Went 2 and 2, well, 2 and 2 on the NFL yesterday. Yeah, had, uh, several par several parlays on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Fourteen picks all together went seven to seven. I did hit my Sunday uh, NFL parlay. Uh, I had uh, Miami win money line, and I had uh, the Arizona San Francisco over forty and a half, and I had Carolina plus three and a half at New uh, Orleans. So uh, th- that parlay hit. So that wasn't too bad. So I went seven and seven for the weekend. Yeah, like I said, I was six or uh, four and one on the NBA Friday night, two and one on my college uh, basketball on Friday night. Then Saturday NFL, I was, I was 0 and 2. I had I had the over for the Chiefs and Raiders. That didn't hit. Then I had uh, Jacksonville minus six and a half. They won the game, but they didn't cover. And then yesterday in the NFL, I was two and two. Uh, but for, for the week, uh, that'd be Monday through basically through Sunday, I was 25 and 20 on, on the picks I gave out. It's not. Not super great, but hey, anytime you're get more right than you got wrong, you're, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this uh, college football national championship? Um, well, I, I, of course, I'm gonna root for TCU. I'm gonna root for the underdog. Um, what's the point spread on that now? Uh, it was at 13. I'm pulling, getting ready to pull it back, back up now. Last I've seen it was at it was at it's at 13 and a half. I'm going to take TCU in the points. Um, I think TCU – the key for TCU to have a chance, they got to do like they did against Michigan. they got to come out of the gate strong, need to get a lead, uh, make uh, Georgia come back and hopefully hang on. I, I think Georgia uh, – I think TCU is going to come out with a strong start, and I, th- I think uh, Georgia will wear them down kind of like they did uh, Ohio State. Um, a lot of things went uh, Georgia's way in, the, in that second half that – Things could have been different with Ohio State, but it didn't. You know, they had a couple injuries and a couple of calls went against them. I'm not saying, you know, that they got cheated or anything like that. Just sometimes calls go against you. Uh, so everything went in Georgia's favor that second half, and they come back and won that game. So I think Georgia's just going to be a little too strong. If if TCU can control the line of scrimmage like he did against Michigan, uh, they're going to have a shot. And I think they'll play well. I think they have nothing to lose, that type of mentality. So I'll, I'll take uh, TCU in the points. Uh yeah, uh Georgia's a 13 and a half point favorite, minus 500 on the money line. TCU's a plus 375 underdog. Over under for this game's at 62 and a half. And I saw uh, a thing this morning that if you were took TCU to win the national championship uh at the beginning of the season, you were getting 200 to 1. <laughs> 200 to 1 odds. I'm just thinking what kind of payday that would be if that happened. Yeah. Um I think Georgia's going to win the game. I don't like the uh, thirteen and a half because I can see I I can see this game being a, a 
I think it's going to be a lower scoring game for one. I think Georgia's defense is going to step up, play better this week than what they did against Ohio State. But I just don't think 13 and a half. I think I think TCU is capable of staying in the game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, but what I do like, I like the under the under the 62 and a half. Uh, Georgia's defense usually only gives up around 15 points a game. Uh, the rushing defense aver- averages giving up 80 yards a game. What do you think? So I think sp- they're going to slow TCU's run game down. What, uh, and, what, I just and I just I don't know. I, I think Georgia's offense is a, a little bit better. What do you think the score needs to be for TCU to to win the game? I think if they, I think TCU needs to hold Georgia under 25, 20 to 25 points. I'd say closer to 20. I think for, to me, for TCU to win this game, they, they need to get the run game going. They need to control the clock, win time of possession. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with you. you I, think I, mean? that, I think that's the, slow the game down. You keep, keep the ball as long as you can, get points, but. That time of possession, I think, is going to be big for T- for TCU. I think I, I kind of agree with you. I think they got to keep them. I think they're going to have to score twenty eight to thirty points and, and keep twenty five at the most. But I think. Uh, well, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what TCU wants for that. But yeah, they have to give up. Can't give up no more than twenty five yeah. at the most. I, I don't see TCU winning closer enough. to twenty. I would feel more. I don't see TCU scoring 21, 21 points and winning the game. I mean, they, you know, I could be entirely wrong. But I think Georgia's going to put some points up on TCU's defense, uh, but they got to hold them. They got to hold them under that thirty mark. I think they definitely have a chance. And Georgia's defense looked good all year, but Ohio State was able able to uh, expose them some. So that defense, that is, a lot of it depends on how that Georgia de- Georgia defense steps up and plays. But what I like, I like the under the sixty two and a half because I think both teams are going to be in around the twenties. I think we agree uh, in this game. The, the line of scrimmage is going to be the key. Yeah. And I know, like, yeah, TCU, T- TCU deserves to be here. But if you watch that Michigan game, yeah, TCU played good and they won, won that game. But Michigan shot themselves in the foot a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a, a lot went TCU's way that game. Yeah, they had a couple uh, calls. A uh, call know, that yeah. should have been a touchdown, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. ended up getting reversed. Which, and and if it takes you that long to reverse it, it should never got reversed. And then there was, a, a, I think, what was it? Targeting call or something that yep. could have been called. But well, same thing, Ohio State. Same Ohio State. But, but, I mean, but that happens. But yeah, that happens sometimes. The ball bounces. Yep. Ball bounces their way. Bounces their way. So, and I think TCU is going to need that tonight. Yeah, TCU is going to have to be the team that gets the breaks. Like if a, a, a fumble happens, they they need to recover. But I, I think it would be great if TCU could pull this off. Uh, it'd be great for oh, college yeah. football. Uh, uh, for for a conference that that hasn't had a champion, I don't think ever uh, it, since they went to the. To this kind of system, uh, so that would be awesome. Uh, and even a uh, not a big name in that conference, TCU is not a huge name in, the, in that conference. So I think that would be awesome. I think that's going to help recruiting for other schools. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, especially with the you know with the program that they got going now. Uh, so I, I think that I think it's a plus, and I think it's a plus. I I, I like the fact that they went to twelve teams. I, eight would have been fine, but I think twelve might even end up being better. I think it's going to generate all kinds of money. It's going to generate all kinds of buzz, especially if he gets a few upsets. Yeah. Uh, when it comes into play here in a couple of years, I wish it was next year, but uh, I think it's going to be a good thing for college football. Oh no! And like I can say that I think Georgia's going to win this game, but. I'll be rooting for TCU just because I like the underdog. Plus, it'd be nice to see a, a different team. Get tired of seeing the same teams win all, yeah. winning all the time. Uh, but with that being said, though, 
Georgia's also going for two in a row, so that, that's that'd be pretty cool too because you don't see that a whole a whole lot in, in college football. Uh, I just think I think Georgia's going to win the line of scrimmage. That's why I think they win this game. But like I said, I, I don't think it's going to be a big blowout. I think TCU TCU's proven that, that they're a good team. Like I said, if TCU can run the football, and control the time. It's going to make a huge difference. And what people have to remember is that TCU was like two and twelve last year. This yeah. is a first year coach. They got some guys off the transfer portal, and, and then look now they're look they're playing for a national championship. Yeah. So with this new uh, NIL and the transfer transfer portal and, and everything, teams can go from not being very good to being real good the next season. Now it's not. Uh, I don't think it's if you do it the right way, it's not as hard to rebuild well, well, days, as it used to, the, as it used to be under the old. System. Yeah, I think the days of uh, Alabama and Georgia and some of these other top schools having the three three of the best quarterbacks and three of the best running backs and three best defensive backs and uh, defensive tackles on the same team is going to be over because they're not gonna, they don't have to stay there and, and, and sit out and wait a turn when they can go somewhere else and play and make money and, and uh, be a part of the brand and, and build a brand and, and uh, get, the, get their uh, show their abilities out there and, and, and still be drafted high at, at yeah. another school. So, uh, yeah, things are going to change with college football a little bit, but hopefully for the better, we'll see. I know some people don't agree it's going to be better. I know Alabama's coach don't agree for the better, but I I think some parts is for the better, but I also think they got they're going to, have to put some kind of regulations or I'm something, not, some I'm kind of rule. Yeah, with the transfer portal and stuff. Yeah, I still think that you should have to set out a year. They, they they have to do something with that and, and some kind of regulations on the NIL. And, and uh, unless you're coach, other than that, but I, I mean, I, I like it. I like that there's more more teams are going to be competitive. I think unless and the coach leaves. Look at the NFL this year. How much parities in the NFL this mm-hmm. year, and and look how many games still meant something at the end of the season this year. Uh, the last week yesterday, there was a lot of games yesterday that still had playoff uh, implications. So, and going into the NFL playoffs, I mean. Yeah, there's a couple teams you think might be favorite, but there is not that one team that's been dominant that you just think is automatically going to be there like in years past. So, and I think that makes the NFL playoffs even even more interesting. We got 14 teams in the NFL playoffs uh, this year. Um, I would say eight or ten uh, of those teams wouldn't be a huge shock to me if one of them won the Super Bowl. I, I think the yeah. only the only two teams that would really surprise me right now uh, if they won it would be the Miami Dolphins. Now that. That's because they're seventh seed and their health issues. And then the other uh, one would be the last one that got in the uh, NFC Seattle. I think that would be kind of a surprise. But other than that, I don't think I would be super shocked if any other teams won it. No, I'm not super shocked. I mean, I wouldn't be super shocked. Uh, I'm not saying that they're a favorite or or, sh- or I think they're going to win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants went on a roll uh, with with Barkley and them, I, I don't think they're quite talented enough. They, they that might be a little of a stretch. I do, th- I do think they win the, in the first round. They, they could beat Minnesota, but who's the same? Was that offensive Minnesota got on a yeah. roll? Oh I mean, yeah. So, so, okay, I mean, well, if the Minnesota's defense, biggest thing is if their defense, if their defense, if Minnesota's defense could get on a roll like Indianapolis's defense did back in 06 when uh, we won the Super Bowl, if their defense could get on a roll like that. Minnesota would be tough to beat because they got weapons on offense. They put they can put up some points, but well, if Minnesota's defense could just hold teams to twenty four points a game, they're, they're going to be they're going to be right there. Yeah, so most games. So 
Uh, then with the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens and Bengals, if Lamar Jackson plays, okay. that's not an automatic win for the Bengals. The way Jacksonville's been playing. Uh, yeah, the San Jacksonville Diego. Chargers game is going to be that's a good. The, excuse me, not the San Diego, where the Chargers have been playing. Uh, you can't count those teams out. I mean, they could go on a run. They've all, all got talented teams. Uh, I'm sticking with my what I said a couple weeks ago. I, I think it's going to be the 49ers and the Bengals. My original, I don't remember if I had an NFC team, but I, the, my original pick to win it all was the Bills, and I'm going to stick with it, uh, even though they've had a little bit of struggles this year at times. But I'm going I'm to stick with that pick. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bengals there um, again. Uh, uh, I think they're peaking the right. I think in the NFC, I think the team that's peaking at the right time is the 49ers. They're getting healthy. Mitchell's come back. Uh, what's that one receiver? I think he's getting ready to come back. Uh, Samuel. Samuel, I think he's getting ready to Debo, I think he's getting ready to come back. So I think they're they're getting healthy at the right time. They're on a roll. Uh, I know I heard you guys uh, talk earlier on the sports show that, that uh, a lot of these people didn't believe in Purdy as a, as a franchise quarterback. I don't know how you can say that at this point. I mean, I'm not. I don't know that you can say he's a franchise quarterback, but I don't say you can can say that he's not. Yeah. What well, What if he wins the Super Bowl this year? Do you, yeah. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, do you move on from him? No. That, I don't see. Well, I wouldn't think so. But I mean, we saw Philadelphia do kind of do that with uh, Nick Foles. He won the Super Bowl, and they went right back to Winston next season as a starter. I I don't. Not think, saying it's the exact same situation, but you know, I mean. Uh, but no, I think. Oh, if they go to the NFC Championship game and he – well, let's say they go to the NFC Championship game or Super Bowl and he plays well, I don't see, I don't see how you don't how he's not the starter next year. Uh, Lance, you don't know what you have. Uh, I mean, you know what you have with Garoppolo. Garoppolo injuries can be an issue some. And I know we've seen a, a few passes that haven't looked great, yeah. but but then but overall – Yeah, uh, overall he hasn't played bad. Just overall he's played – In the playoffs, I think he's going to have to clean up. Like I said, there's a, it seems like there's one or two passes – he had a pretty good day yesterday. He had, yeah. he had, it was 20 or 25, okay. probably one, maybe one of his best days. Three touchdowns and, and 20 and, or 25. And I expect him to get – because, you know what I mean, it's just like – well, it's fifth game, so he's – the first couple games there was, there was a couple throws that were, should have been intercepted, and he got lucky there wasn't. But now I agree with you. I do think he's been playing – as he's gotten some more playing time, he's playing better. But, but what team defensively? Oh, no. When the 49ers the NFC, are on. Well, I'm ooh. talking about defensively for, against him in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, 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 I mean, I think you would say Dallas, but they haven't played yeah. that well lately. No. If Dallas don't put pressure on them, I, I don't see him having a big problem no. with them. Uh, maybe the Eagles. Well, plus Dallas's run defense is, and uh, 49ers get that run game going, then Dallas would be in trouble. Maybe the Eagles, but but, but the defensive uh, teams in the NFC are not. I mean, I'm, I don't think the Vikings' defense scares no. San Francisco's offense. So I, I just. Uh, now it may be a different story, but then again, this Kansas City defense uh, is that scary to to, to yeah. their offense? Is is, is Buffalo, uh, Cincinnati? So I mean, they may match up well with those teams. We'll see. You know, you know, uh, playoff season, playoff time is a different thing. He could go in there and choke. I mean, I'm, you know, who knows? Only sure. thing I don't like about the playoffs schedule is I don't understand why they are having a Monday game. Why not do yeah. three games Saturday and three games Sunday? Uh, because now you already, I mean, when you play Sunday and Saturday, well, the next week, one team could have one day less. I understand that. But now a team could have two days rest, whoever wins that Monday yep, night game. Yep, yep. If they play, what if they play Saturday next week, which I'm sure they'll try to make, sure they'll Sunday. probably make sure it's at least Sunday. Yeah. But so, I mean, it's, 
I don't know. Because I, I, last year I thought they had three and three, and I and I loved I loved that having three on Saturday and three on Sunday. Well, a few people have been talking about the the way they did the playoffs because of of the injury that happened with Buffalo and everything. And we heard something last night that we didn't know that that the fact that the NFL had rules in place for for uh, situations kind of like this and changed them. Yeah, changed them. That's why the Bengals started to get a little upset. And I think they got a legitimate gripe. gripe. If there was something in place to, yeah. to, to deal with that, why did you go against it? As, I think they got a legitimate gripe. Um, oh, Brick, some good news, though. Uh, DeMar Hamlin has been uh, – uh, some people said earlier he was released from the hospital. He's not been released from the hospital. He's been transferred to a Buffalo hospital. Uh, okay. uh, to to continue uh, treatment or whatever, but they they, they have trans. Uh, so he's definitely not critical anymore. No, and no. and they they've transferred him to a, a hospital close closer to home, basically yeah, at home. home. Yep. Uh, for him to f- finish. So they, it, it sounds like he's going in the right direction. It's crazy. If mon- last Monday, if you told me that this Monday he'd be getting transferred to a different hospital and probably won't, I would say things keep continuing. And won't be in the hospital too much longer. A week later, I, I was like, yeah. you know, what I mean, I, hell, me and you were talking. Hell, I, I didn't know if he'd be awake yet. Yeah. At that point, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. If we're to be this far along, it's uh, well, it's remarkable. On that subject, have you heard any uh, updates on Patrick uh, Hillis? Or, or no, I haven't. No, I, that's what we were talking about. You haven't seen much about him. Uh, but well, I haven't heard anything new about it. Definitely, but, yeah. uh, prayers out to he, him and yeah. his family. Uh, I, I wish there was a little bit more on that. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm hoping that he'll make it and uh, be okay for him and his family's sake. Guy uh, uh, saved his two sons from drowning out in the ocean. Uh, so uh, definitely prayers go out to him and, and good thoughts, and then hopefully uh, he can pull through and, and uh, get well. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Damien, if Purdy does good in the playoffs, do you all think 49ers should trade Lance? Uh I don't know if they'll trade Lance. They might keep Lance as maybe their backup if they go ahead and get rid of Jimmy G. Or you you could trade try to get rid of Lance. If any, it probably just depends if anybody be interested in him. I don't think you get much for him. Uh, yeah, coming off an of injury, I don't think you're going to get a whole lot for him uh, because they could. I mean, I don't. I guess they could try to work work out with Garoppolo about being the backup. So you have a solid backup, but I don't know. I kind of think Garoppolo is going to be mo- moving on to a different team. So I think Lance might be there as a backup. I don't, I don't know how you go to Lance as a starter uh, over Purdy, especially if they have either. a deep playoff run. Uh, but uh, NBA, you've got a few games in NBA tonight. Uh, well, even if they don't have a deep, let's say let's say they they get put out in the second round, but he plays well. Yeah, they just you know yeah, as long as just he, get yeah. just get beat. You know, I don't know how you move on. In my yeah. opinion, but. unless he just fell apart in the playoffs and was the reason that you lost, that would be the only way I could think of maybe. You you don't go to him, but I, I, I but still get. I mean, he played. He's played five good games and hasn't. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a small sample size, but yeah. if he plays well in the in the playoffs, I think you at least oh, bring yeah. him back next year to give him a chance. I mean, yeah, every, I do too. Everybody talks about you know, you know, got these quarterbacks getting ready to come out, uh, and the coach should take this guy or the, this team should take this guy, and he's he, he's definitely going to be a franchise player. You don't know.
So, sorry about that. Yeah, Having a technical difficulty there. But maybe, you know, Brady may be the great, you know, probably I would say the greatest of all time. And he was a six round pick. So who's to say? I mean, people say, well, I don't think Purdy's the real deal. I don't know. I, I understand saying that before the season started. Uh, you know, nobody thought the guy was going to play, but the way he's performed, uh, who knows? He may, you know, who knows what the guy could be. Want to make sure we still, everything was still good. I think some got. people get, uh, Kicked out for a second. Put too much on uh, on what the scouts think sometimes, or, or or what the so called experts uh, think. Um, I know there was. I read an article where a, a scout uh, well, like, was was higher on Purdy than he was Lance, yeah. and, and and is not shocked. Well, it's that, like that, everybody's sold on uh, this Bryce Young and uh, Stroud at quarterback. I'm I'm not 100 percent sold on either one of them. I didn't see a lot uh, of Stroud this year. I uh, didn't see a lot of the Georgia quarterbacks. I saw either. more Stroud than anybody. I seen from Ohio State. Yeah, Stroud from Ohio State. Yeah. I seen a lot of him. I didn't see a lot of the uh, young. Young. That's who you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of young. Uh, Stroud was okay. Looked great against Georgia. That was one game, but Georgia's supposed to be probably the best defense he's played against. So, um, you know, so I I, I don't know. I you know. Uh, I, I would rather, personally, as a Colts fan, I, I don't think the coach should take either one of those two. So that's just my opinion. And them two could go on to have great careers. I, that's just from what I, I'm just just my opinion from what I've seen of them. Uh, I, I wasn't a big Zach Wilson fan. You know that I said that from but the beginning. Me, he got drafted way too high. But me saying that, and again, I'm no expert. Let's say the coach bring in uh, Sean Payton. And Sean Payton, but the young, he, he knows yeah. quarterbacks. He knows players. Let's say he's once the Ohio State quarterback. He said, hey. That's our yeah. guy. Let's get. Then, uh, yeah, then, uh, then I'm gonna, like in the cold situation. I think a lot of it's going to be on. Uh, who the coach? Yeah, who the coach is going to be? Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I started reading too. Damien's yeah. comment and it got me messed up. Well, Damien can mess uh, you. Up. <laughs> Let's see what he said. There. I want to know about that celebration Stillers did, where they were acting like they were doing CPR. Uh, be honest with you, I saw a clip of. Uh, I didn't see it. I saw a clip of it last night, but I didn't see like the whole clip. I caught the end of it. They sh- it showed it on Sports Center last night, but I was messing around on the laptop, so I haven't really seen the clip. But I guess I, one of their celebrations, they were acting like they were doing CPR on the uh, a pl- on one of their teammates. That's awful strange. Yeah, and a lot of people were, were mad, saying it was distasteful or disrespectful and stuff. Uh, but I haven't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised it hasn't got as much attention. Uh, it hasn't, or I'm surprised it hasn't got more attention. I figured you'd hear a lot more about it on all these shows and stuff today, which I haven't watched a lot of yeah, I haven't TV. Any. I haven't watched any of the talk shows today, so they might be giving it more attention than I know. Uh, I've been watching some of this pregame stuff for the national for championship game tonight. Plus, just got done doing another show. So, uh, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know why you did. We saw some weird shit yesterday. You saw a guy from Green Bay, what Douglas, walk up there, and grab the grab the football. And then you saw a guy push out athletic trainer and get yeah. kicked out of the game. Well, did you see Saturday when the Chiefs got, was in the huddle and did the yeah. ring, around, yeah, the road, the, yeah, ring the, around the rosies and, yeah. and then go to the ball? Yeah, what the hell was I that? I don't know what that was all about. So. I, I was like, what the hell am I watching? And then the first thing that I thought in my mind is, is that legal? Are you allowed? It? I was like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably never been done before. Probably, probably. I guess. I don't know. It was. It was really strange. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I think it's very distasteful at the very least. Yeah. 
I don't know if they meant to be disrespectful. I don't know why you would even doing them. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to see the whole clip. Like I said, I saw just yeah, toward, I don't know like the a very end of it. At all, so. I, so I only got to see a few a couple seconds. I'll have to look it up. Look it up. And, uh, you, but one thing I do have to say about Pittsburgh, you got to give that team a lot of credit for not quitting this year. And you got to give that coach. Oh, yeah. How many seasons been now? 13, 14, 15 seasons. I forget how many yeah, uh, with like a win, with a win, winning season every year. Yeah. So you got to give that coach probably one of the one of the better coaches in, in the NFL. Definitely. All right, let's uh let's go through these some of these NBA games real quick. Uh, first game is the Pelicans at the Wizards. The Wizards are, are one and a half, half point favorites, minus one twenty on the money line. The Pelicans are. Plus 102 on the money line. Over-unders at 228.5. Uh, Pelicans with are, are without uh, Zion Williamson. But I think Ingram is coming back. Pelicans are 1-4 over their last five. They're 7-11 seven and seven and on the road this season. They're on a five-game road losing streak. Uh, they're going against a, a Wizards team that's not going to have Bradley Bill. And the Wizards are 3-2 and two over their last five. Uh I, I think this is going to be. I actually, I actually like the Pelicans here at the money line. Uh, Washington, not having Bill, that's, that's a big deal to me for them. Yes, not having Zion's a big thing for the Pelicans, but if you're getting Ingram back and you still have McCollum, uh, Pelicans are a solid team. So I, I like the Pelicans on the money line. You're getting getting them at plus money. There's not a whole lot of nights you get the Pelicans at uh, at plus money. Next game is the Milwaukee Bucks at the New York Knicks. The Bucks are one point favorites. This game's this game's a pick 'em. Both teams are minus one hundred eight on the money line. Over unders at two twenty one and a half. What did you say the points were for Milwaukee? Uh, it's minus one. Minus one. Okay, it went down then. So yeah, they got they got this game as a pick 'em now. Um, the Bucks are three and two over their last five. They will uh, be without Middleton tonight. The Bucks do lead the season series against the Knicks 2-0, and one of those games was in Milwaukee. One of them was in New York. Uh, this game tonight's in New York. Uh, New York is 4-1 and over their last five, so they've been playing good good basketball as well. Uh, I, I like the Milwaukee Bucks on the money line here uh, in this game. And then next game, Bulls and Celtics. Celtics are eight and a half point favorites, minus three fifty on the money line. The Bulls are plus two eighty on the money line. Over unders at two thirty five. Uh, the Bulls are on a three game win streak. And if I remember right, I read that I think the Bulls have given uh, the Celtics fits this year. Yeah, the Bulls have given Celtics some trouble this year, and Marcus Smart will be out for the Celtics. And the Celtics, uh, when Marcus Smart's out, they miss him. They miss they miss that uh, point guard uh, being there. I know they do have Brogdon, but Brogdon, health-wise, plays limited minutes most of the time. Uh, so, uh, so I like the Bulls at the plus eight and a half. Uh, Celtics could win this game, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think I think the Bulls the Bulls at least cover. And you got the Spurs at the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are twelve point favorites, minus six seventy on the money line. Spurs are plus four ninety on the money line. Over unders at two thirty seven. Uh, I think the Grizzlies win this game. Grizzlies are the better team, uh, but 12 points, uh, uh, that's too many points uh, for me. Then you have the Lakers at the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets are 13-point favorites, minus 770 <laughs> on the money line. 
Lakers are plus 540 on the money line. Over-unders at 237.5. Uh, Lakers are dealing with a lot of injuries. I like the Nuggets in this game, but again, thir- 13 points in the NBA game. The Lakers have been playing better, though. Isn't it? Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm think, wanting to say maybe LeBron's not playing tonight. Oh, LeBron's not playing tonight. I think that's why it's at all the way up to 13. Okay. And then uh, you got the Orlando Magic at the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Damien, how'd you do with that Brooklyn bet? That uh, I told about when we took the Nets, both oh, of us took the Nets oh, over yeah. the Bulls last oh, week. Yeah, we got our ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, we did. What happened with that? Uh, the Kings are uh, six and a half point favorites at home, minus 240 on the money line. Magic are plus 198 on the money line. O- over under for this game is at 237 and a half. Uh, I like the Sacramento Kings here at the minus six and a half. Uh, they're the, they've been playing solid basketball all season. Uh, both these teams are two and three over their last five games, so they haven't been either team hasn't been playing great. But I think Sacramento is the better team, and at home, uh, I like Sacramento on the at the minus six and a half. Uh, that's all the NBA games for tonight. Uh, my best picks for the NBA that I'm that I'm giving out for today is going to be the Pelicans money line, Bulls at the plus eight and a half. Bucks money line and the Sacramento Kings at minus six and a half. I have an NBA parlay. I'm gonna take the Pelicans uh, win money line. I'm taking the Milwaukee Bucks win money line, and I'm taking the Sacramento Kings minus six and a half in my parlay. All right, uh, college basketball. There's not a whole lot of games. Uh, I'm taking uh, New Mexico at minus five and a half at home against Oral Roberts, and then I like. Uh, I just wrote down North Carolina, but that's not the whole school name. Against Coppin State. North Carolina Central. That's what it is. North Carolina Central minus two and a half against uh, Coppin State. That's going to be the two uh, two games I like in college basketball tonight. I didn't do any college basketball. I went a whole lot there. Uh, I did an NHL parlay. I've got the Flyers at the Sabres. I'm going to take the Sabres money line win. I've got the Seattle Kraken on the road at uh, Montreal Canadiens. I'm going to take the Kraken money line win. And I've got the Edmund Oilers, Oilers at the uh, LA Kings. I'm going to take the Kings money line win. That'll be my parlay for the NHL. And then in my college football, again, I'm taking TCU and uh, the points, 13 and a half. Yeah. Uh, just to recap real quick, I'll give out all my picks for today. Uh, college football tonight, national championship game. I'm taking the under the 62 and a half. Uh, NBA tonight. I got the Pelicans money line, Bulls money line, or Bulls plus eight and a half, excuse me, Bucks money line, Sacramento Kings minus six and a half, and then college basketball, New Mexico minus five and a half, and North Carolina Central minus two and a half. Uh, was there uh, anything else that uh, we didn't cover that you wanted to? No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get more into the NFL playoff games, uh, as. As the week get, goes on a little bit. Oh, one thing I did see is it seemed where the Pacers was only like two or three games off of what Vegas predicted that they would win all season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were, I think they were already predicted to win 30-something games. They, they were, were less than that because I, I think they've won what now, 23? Yeah, because every day they were th- – I know the last time I heard they were like three, three and a half games. So, yeah, they were predicted yeah. to win on like 25. 20, 25, 26 games. So, yeah, they're they're doing really well. And then if you look at their, their players, they've got the – uh, top uh, scoring player off the bench. They have the guy leading the league in assists. 
Uh, and his top uh, scoring player off the bench uh, is a rookie. Yeah, and the top uh, player in three point uh, making and then healed. Uh, so I mean, they're really playing uh, top three uh, blocks in uh, Turner. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing good, playing good basketball. This team's def, they're def, definitely ahead of schedule. Well, I'm sure I'd like to see them work out something with Turner. I, I yeah. think I'd like to keep. Yeah. He's, he's playing he's playing good, especially now you got him surrounded by shooters. Plus, he can shoot from the outside uh, decent as well. Uh, but no, we appreciate everybody watching. Uh, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room and at the All Sports All Plays Network. Also, like us on uh, like and follow us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. And if the All Sports All Plays Network, uh, don't forget tomorrow, uh, six o'clock, I think. Yes, six o'clock. Uh, tomorrow, six o'clock, uh, pro wrestler Luke Savage uh, will be uh, joining us. So you don't, it should be a great conversation. So join us for that. Uh, he's just getting back home from uh, a big trip out to uh, Colorado. So I'm sure we'll talk some about that. So it sh that should be a great conversation. And on Wednesday, we have another uh, young pro wrestler at 6.30 p.m. Eastern with uh, Zay Gates, yeah. uh, the Mississippi bad boy, Zay Gates. He's uh, been on before. That's yeah. back back when, uh, a little, probably a year ago, and he was just getting really getting into the business. He's one of the first ones that you guys uh, yep. had on back then. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he'll, he'll be, he's going to be on on Wednesday, working on, working on some other uh, interviews and things that's going to be happening. Uh, if you missed our pro live pro wrestling stream yesterday, Summit Pro High Elevation, uh, go check that out. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube, Facebook, uh, at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, we'll have an, another show here in a couple weeks. Looking at their own calendar, but uh, the 21st and 22nd, that weekend we have a show Saturday and Sunday for WCWO and then Warrior Pro Wrestling. Yep. Uh, so... But uh, follow us on social media. That's where we post everything about our shows and when we're going to be streaming uh, different interviews and stuff. Uh, but uh, we appreciate everybody jo joining us. We will see you guys tomorrow right around 3, 3.30 for another episode of Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, hope everybody has a great, great night.